0: And welcome to another episode of Raising the Bar here on radiomaha.com. I'm your host, J.P. Scott. Uh, this week we are live from the Interlude Lounge just off of uh, 75th and Pacific-ish. Is that right, guys? Yep.
1: Yeah, that's right. About yep. that. I think so.
0: You think so. Okay. Uh, well, with me today, as usual, we have uh, our entertainment guru, Mr. Dane Marvin. Uh, say hi, Dane.
2: Hi, and I can barely hear you, my soft-spoken friend.
0: Yeah, that I heard that was a that was a bit of a, a, I wouldn't call it a controversy this last week, but let's let's call it a hot topic. It was a hot topic. My my soft-spoken nature was a, a conversational piece on certain internet message boards. I heard, uh, and my other guest, my main guest, not not to you know, devalue your presence, Mr. Marvin, but my main guest today is. Mark Beckenhauer of the band Arson City. How you doing, Mark?
1: Pretty good, dude. Good. Glad to be here.
0: Cool. Yeah, well, um, as you know, this is a sports talk show, sports and entertainment talk show. You, you guys are the entertainment, and we're going to talk sports, and I usually have musicians on here that uh, know a little bit about sports, care about sports a little bit. Um, Mark's a big Raiders fan, so <laughs> we've got the NFL draft coming up, and uh, also he's a Celtics fan, and the NBA playoffs are going on, so we'll, we'll dive in a little bit of that. Uh, we're gonna talk a little little concert a little summer concert schedule a little later And uh, we're gonna wrap up by talking about Mark's band and some of the things they got going on uh, you guys are getting really big in the area um, I don't know you, you had a, a pay-per-view fight uh, MMA song right uh, yeah, I'm uh, sorry. I'm, I'm messing this all up No, but. That's
1: cool. uh, The World Series of fighting uh, actually um, it's not super popular, but it's, it's mm-hmm. getting there mm-hmm. and, uh, They got a few good fighters uh, I don't even know any of them, but they uh, basically just contacted us, contacted us about just using our song for, like, walkouts. Oh, you know, nice. Walkouts. And they did it two events in a row. And uh, it's been cool. You know, I mean, it hasn't, like, it hasn't sprung a lot of stuff. But it's just cool seeing your song well, yeah. on national
0: TV. Yeah, it's on national TV. It's, a, it's exposure. And I would imagine that there's some people that are going to be like, oh, what's that song? And they're going to try to look it up. And they'll find you guys. And, hey, my money, what's right?
1: Network? What network? Um, it's on Fox Sports. Fox Sports 1. So it's they're Jazz. they're kind yeah. of
0: legit that's their like that's heard. what my yeah our, our our creighton blue jays play on that i know mark's not a big creighton fan
1: no i did Cre- i like creighton i'm just uh, a bigger husker fan I, I support i support creighton. that's just too bad that's I too know. bad yeah i know especially during basketball
0: season. cool well mark mark uh you know i gotta tell you as a raiders fan um Raiders have a a soft spot in my heart. I got into sports writing actually uh, covering the Raiders on just some fan blog that no longer exists, and then it rolled into other stuff. Um, I got to know their fan base pretty well. And the one thing I always thought about Raider Nation, they're different than other fans. I don't want to use the word better, but it's different. If you're a Raiders fan, it's not like, like, Dane, you you got Seattle shit stuff, and you, you wear it once in a while. It's too late. You know, and you watch the games and whatever, whatever. Raiders fans, it seems like it's a lifestyle. Like, you wake up and that's who you are man it's year-round and it, it's it's tough to put into words if unless you've seen it but you go on twitter anybody who's a raiders fan on twitter either their twitter handle or their picture has something about the raiders in it it's it's crazy um are, are you that kind of guy or
1: uh i don't go about it that hardcore but it definitely is a lifestyle like it's it's you know, when I started liking the Raiders, it, I was, like, five. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why I started liking them, but I was always attracted to the color black. Right. And then, you know, in the 90s with, with you know, the hardcore gangster rap, you know, that was – I loved it. You yeah. Know? And that image and that, you know, badass type image, you know. NWA. I thought that was really cool And uh, when I was that young. And uh, it, it is totally. When I go down to the Chiefs games, mm-hmm. I mean, the people are, like – it's like a family. Like, oh, I've yeah. never met a more a collective group of people that are so, like, want to hug you. You know, it's just crazy how, how tight-knit the whole community is.
0: And that that's interesting considering that you guys are known as one of the more violent fan bases, you know. But I, I, I think a lot of that's perception. I think people confuse the violence for passion or whatever. You guys look mean, but you're just like everybody else. You know, you got a mean mascot.
2: Can I ask you a question? Sure, sure. <laughs> Do you own...
1: A set of spiked shoulder pads. <laughs> uh, back in my uh wrestling days when the Legion of Doom was huge. L O D. Not anymore. <laughs>
0: nice. Well I was gonna say I could pro- I could see you wearing some spiked shoulder pads uh at one of your shows probably that would it would fit yeah, in I well with you guys' be be just more, look.
1: I'd be more apt to do that than, than do a football
0: game. Awesome. So who, who is uh who's your favorite player when you're growing up?
1: Uh it was probably Tim Brown. Mm. Um, you know Bo Jackson was was there. I was a little young to, like, remember. Like, I didn't pay attention to mm-hmm. the, the actual team until I got to my teens. So, Tim Brown, you know, I kind of started to hate Marcus Allen once he left for the Chiefs. But yeah. Great Raider, but, you know. Uh, uh, and I um, can't think of the guy's name. Uh, Tight end? Defensive nah, end? No, nah, quarterback. It went off the deep end. Jay Schrader? No, the other guy from, I R- R- USC. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <Jim> Marcus <laughs> Russell. <laughs> Those are
0: our best days. Uh, USC. Oh, uh, Todd Marinovich. Todd yeah,
1: <laughs> Love yeah, that guy. that was a
0: great thirty for thirty. Have you seen that I one? Have. I have. Oh my awesome. God, that's a, yeah, that's one of my favorite ones. Well, cool, man. Um, so you, you you are a football fan, Dane. You're a football fan. Uh, Dane's a Seahawks fan. Mark's a Raiders fan. I'm a New England Patriots fan. So um, you can throw rocks at me if, if you want. That's I'm used to it. Um, we got the NFL draft coming up. So are you guys, uh, do you guys watch the draft every year? Every year. Every year, first round?
2: I have tuned out recent first rounds because the Seahawks usually don't even have a pick. They usually wind up trading theirs, so Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. the last pick in the, in the round.
0: I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we, we don't have one this year. Something about deflated balls or <laughs> something.
1: Wait, that was a first-round pick they took?
0: They took a first-round pick.
1: It's amazing too because yeah. New England is always so good in the draft, and that's a huge hit. Oh yeah. It doesn't matter. Well, how it's gonna be. It not.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be weird though. There's only gonna be 31 picks. Like they didn't even re- replace them with anybody. The first round is just 31 picks, and that's that. So it's it's gonna be awkward. But you know they're gonna jump back into that first round. You know they're gonna package something. If there's somebody they want, they'll go get them. Um, so the Rams traded for the number one pick this past week. Uh, well. By the time you guys are listening to this, it would have happened last week. But, yeah, so the Rams are now picking first. And uh, a lot of people think they gave up a lot. What do you guys think of that, Dane?
1: Go ahead, man. I, I agree. I mean, they gave up way too much to get up there and pick one of these quarterbacks, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I mean, I don't even think any of these quarterbacks should go in the first round. I'm not, a, you know, some guru or anything, but it don't look like it to me. Right. And that's the problem. Like, he says one of these
2: quarterbacks. It's not – a certain name that he's able to say like that's the consensus number one pick and if you're going to give away that many picks to get number one shouldn't it be a, a player that everybody knows
0: is the automatic number one player that should be picked first uh, yeah I agree with uh, it's a little bit of both of what you're saying and I've told people this all week um, these two quarterbacks you're talking about uh, Jared Goff and Carson Wentz. Goff is at Cal, Wentz from North Dakota State they're I guess considered the top two I've, I've seen them play I've seen their highlights um, you know the nature of what I do. I, I watch a lot of this. I go on YouTube. I scout every single player. Um, I got to tell you, when you're going to give up that much and you want to go get one of those two, I don't know that the difference between those two and then like the next six guys. I don't know that it's that big to where you give up and move up and get that guy. Whereas you you switch and go that the offensive tackle that they thought Tennessee was going to take Tunsil and then Bosa. At their positions, the drop off from them to just the number two was greater, and I'm thinking the Rams just—they just lost Chris Long to the Patriots, and so they've got an opening on their defensive line. Why not go get Bosa? I mean, they're not going to—they're going to get a quarterback. But if I was hired today to run the Rams, I'm drafting Bosa in the second round. I go and try to get a Connor Cook or uh, Jacoby Brissett from North Carolina State. One of those guys, even Hackenberg. Because, again, the difference is it just it doesn't make sense to me, man. Um, I like Wentz a lot, and it wouldn't surprise me if I saw Fisher draft crushing Wentz because uh, outside the race thing, Wentz reminds me of McNair, the way he plays. Big guy, big arm, mobile, small school. Everything about him is just like Steve McNair. But, yeah, I thought it was a silly, silly trade altogether.
2: I want to ask you guys a question. How much of this move by the Rams do you think is – an attempt to make a huge splash by having the number one pick since they've relocated to Los Angeles and to try and pry some of these Raider fans away.
0: If Again, if that's what they wanted to do, I think the number one pick's Bosa. I mean, what better face for your franchise than this long-haired, crazy wild man who you can slap on every billboard, but instead you're going to get some kid from Cal or even worse, some kid from North Dakota State. That's going to be the face of a Los Angeles franchise. I don't know. Um, Mark, um,
1: yeah, I don't think it's gonna work with the radio Raider aspect, but like, it, I mean, it could be. You know, it seems like the Rams are susceptible to d- making moves, crazy moves like Michael Sam and, and things like that to to bring, you know, publicity to them. Right. And with this LA move, you know, like they're they're on HBO. You know, yeah, on that's Rocks, gonna be good. You know, I'm gonna be watching that. Little aspects to just keep bringing, you know. The hoopla to L.A., you know, I think that's could, could be part of it, but
0: who knows? Hmm. Well, what about you guys as individual teams here? Uh, you guys, I assume, both have your picks because you didn't deflate any balls, so <laughs> I would imagine you guys are going to be allowed to pick players. Uh, where would you uh, Where would you like to see your team go, Dane? Seahawks.
2: Uh, I think the Seahawks are in desperate need of offensive line help. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they actually have like a decent first round pick this time. Yeah, it's not like a 30-second. Yeah, you're a mid, crispic. it's a mid round. Yeah, <laughs> Those <are> terrible times. <laughs> it's not exactly mid round either, but um, I think that's such a deep offensive line draft. It that very they much would be able to get somebody great there. Um, the problem is, you can predict up and down what the Seahawks are going to do in the draft, and they always do the exact opposite.
0: Tell me, tell me, Doug Baldwin's going to keep, keep going, keep tearing it up like he did the last eight games. That many touchdowns again from him? He had 12 touchdowns in the last yeah. eight games. Yeah, it was I sick. I don't think
2: you can, but um, I was happy to see that they brought brought back Curse. Um, I think their receivers are going to be fine. Um, I think... You get your uh, tight did you, did end. Did you going. see that they signed Brandon Brown here today? Mm. So they're probably not going to corner back. cornerback, but he's for depth, I'm, I'm assuming. Nice. But, um, I think offensive line would be my pick, but you never know.
0: Okay. Mark, where do you want to see your team go?
1: Uh, I, I think they did really good in free agency. Uh, I think they <laughs> filled, like, every need, like you know immediate need i mm-hmm. think they can pick the best player available that's a great spot to be yeah, in yeah and it's it's you know it's weird cuz like all the experts have been saying like mid round about 14 or 15 i can't remember mm-hmm. if they're 14 or 15 but a lot of the first round <coughs> like definitive first round talent's going to be gone by mm-hmm. then so i mean i'm i'm hoping maybe middle linebacker i like reggie Raglan. yeah um, i think that'd be great he might be a little slow but for middle linebacker i think it's great you know it's perfect for, for them. sure um, and they could always use another pass rusher, you know, a uh, defensive lineman or a cornerback. I mean, I think we're, I think we're, we got two legit starters. Yeah. Beyond that, there's not much there.
0: So. There's some good corners. Um, I think for a for a pass rusher, he'll be there. Uh, Shalit Calhoun from Michigan State. Yeah. yeah He's gonna be there. Too. Yeah. I th- I think you put him opposite uh, Khalil Mack. Yep. That would be a nightmare. There. You guys do have another guy, a uh, good pass rusher on the line, don't you? Or,
1: yeah, Mario Edwards. Jr. Yes, yes. Neck injury, though.
0: That's right. That's right. Okay. Well, good. Um, let's see. Dane, oh, what what are you yeah, trying to I have say? One
2: more comment about the uh, Seahawks. They usually, like, part of the reason I don't watch the draft a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. They usually wind up getting almost as good of players from the undrafted free agents. Yes. Like they, they're starting, uh, Curse Baldwin and running back Thomas Rawls, all mm-hmm. undrafted free agents. And my one hope for them this year is that they sign Drew Ott from
0: Iowa. Oh, yeah. Got, that's a, You know, that's over. something else we can get into. And, and I don't know. I don't know if there's going to be much of a conversation about it. But you had this whole uh, satellite camp deal that Nick Saban cries about. And he cries and cries and cries. And so almost overnight, the NCAA holds this meeting. And it's like, oh. No more satellite camps. And and to you casual sports fans that are wondering what we're talking about, a satellite camp is when, like, University of Nebraska, for example, wants to have a football camp for high school students, and they don't do it in Nebraska. They go and have a camp in Texas or Nevada or something. Michigan was doing that. Penn State was doing it. Um, they were going into the south, into Alabama and Georgia and having these camps. And uh, a lot of the Southeastern Conference coaches started crying about it. Well, the problem is is most of the big-time talent is in the Southeast, so they're going down there mining the talent. So there's nothing the Southeast can do in return to come up here and mine our talent. That's too too much to describe what's happening. But basically, in the NCAA put the kibosh on it once Nick Saban started crying about it. They did it almost overnight. Yet at the same time, here's Drew Ott ah, waiting since, what, October? It's been five
2: months that he's been
0: waiting. Waiting yeah. five months. For the NCAA to come down with a decision as to whether or not he gets a fifth year. And and really, you add up all the games, he's only played, what, three and a half years. Half half his freshman year, sophomore, junior. So he's played three years total because not even half his senior year. So they finally come back with a decision and they say, "Uh, sorry, you're not going to play a fifth year. So this whole time, the kid could have been hiring an agent. He could have been talking to teams. He hasn't been doing – I guess he went to the combine and gave some interviews but he hasn't been as fully immersed in the process as he, as he would have been if they had just told him no up front. And it's just another, yet another thing the NCAA does that tells you that they are not, as they say, all about the student athlete. So
2: even if he doesn't go to Seattle, I just want to see him make a squad catch a break. I think, he, I think he will. He oh yeah, if,
0: when he's it. healthy, he's one of the best defensive ends in the country. So and he's a Nebraska kid who Nebraska didn't recruit. Yeah, so yeah, another good one. We right? Gotta go. There's yeah, they have like three <laughs> defensive <laughs> linemen. Uh, Yeah, so, well, good. Mark, you're also a Celtics fan. Uh, NBA playoffs are going on right now. I grew up a Celtics fan, and then living out here, I kind of just faded away from it. Uh, I follow Dougie now. Oh, yeah. And Korver. And and so, uh, yeah, as a Creighton fan, I I root for Creighton's players. I don't really have a team, but um, I have a soft spot for the Celtics. How'd you... Being out here, how would you get involved, start like in Boston?
1: I'm actually a huge Kevin Garnett fan. Oh. I love the guy. And I'm a Timberwolves fan as well. Okay. So once he left for Boston, uh, it was just automatic. And it, so I kind of just stuck with him. I mm. liked uh, the coaching move they made with Brad Stevens. I yeah. thought that was the best possible move they could make. It's a great move. Um, I like the team now, even though it's there's no superstar. In They're room. probably going to get one pretty but quick. With, yeah, correct. Kevin Durant, hopefully next year, but... You know, I just, I just liked it. And then I'm, I went out to Boston. I like the people out there. I mean, it's just a town that I... It's a great town. To, so... I just stuck
0: with them. You should just be a Patriots fan. Uh,
1: yeah. I, you know what? I don't hate the Patriots. <laughs> I'm like one guy in Nebraska that does not You're hate like them. the only I'm Raiders like... fan who hate, yeah, doesn't hate yeah, them. Yeah, because of the because yep, of the tuck rule and yep. all that garbage you guys
0: threw us out of. our. Well, it happens. So. <laughs> yeah. Rules is rules. Rules is rules. Cool. So you like the Stevens hire then?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do yeah. a lot. It was perfect for
0: me. You paid attention to him when he was at Butler yeah. and everything. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I thought uh, it was it was brave. I mean, hiring a guy that young from a small school to coach, yeah. essentially the most iconic franchise in the NBA. I, I thought it was, uh, for lack of a better term, ballsy. Yeah. But it seems like it's working out, and he uh, can keep I it mean, keep it rolling.
1: No superstars, and they're. Could have been the third seed. You right. Know, I mean, East ain't nothing super special this year, but like, right. still, I mean, that's pretty impressive.
0: Right. Good for such a young team. Cool. Well, fellas, this is a uh, kind of a music show, too. Um, Dane, before the show, you were telling me uh, a couple of music schedules, some summer music schedules came out. Uh, Stir, they came out with their whole uh, slate, if you will. Was it last week? And uh, who else? What, el- what else came up with their schedule?
2: stir, um not just stir but also the uh, Pinewood Bowl amphitheater in Lincoln. Mm. And there's also Sumter amphitheater which uh, I think just in the last year or two started booking concerts and that's in Papillion.
0: Yeah, Old Crow Medicine Show played there a couple of years ago. Uh, last year. Yeah, last year. I actually,
2: yeah. Actually, uh, I saw The Decemberists there last year. Nice. And it's a, it's a really nice venue. I cool. like it. Cool. But it's it's pretty small. It's no, it's not even as big as Pinewood Bowl. Not even close. So.
0: Well, so you've you've scanned these uh, schedules, and uh, what shows are you c- really looking forward to? Wh- which ones are you going to go to? Which ones do you want to go to, but you can't get tickets to?
2: Well, why don't I just uh, <laughs> read off the list here of okay. stir shows, and then I'm going to want to see which ones you guys are all about. I'll let you know what, which ones I plan to go to. Okay. And we can see ju- just which ones are like ridiculous and shouldn't even be on the Absolutely. schedule. Absolutely. Cool. Uh, the first one is Yacht Rock Review. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> Greg Allman.
0: Eh, might go. I mean, he's one of the Allman brothers, right? Yeah. Right? Uh,
2: that's what I'm assuming by yeah. his name. I would, I would think. Name. I think. yeah the other one's Dwayne.
0: Dwayne, or is it Roger? Roger Allman? Roger Allman? Allman? No, no, I don't know. Dwayne. <laughs> okay, not uh, not going to that one.
2: Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros.
0: No, I don't like them. They're kind of weird. Yep, yeah,
1: I'm not. I have no idea. Well, they're, they... Never heard of them, personally, yeah. They
0: were in um, uh, what's the sh- what's the band that plays Tuesday night? Uh, your wife's going to the show. Mumford and Sons. Okay, so they were in the documentary that Mumford and Sons made, where they rode the train from San Francisco to New Orleans. Oh, they were one of it the was bands it on was that. Old Crow, Edward Sharp, and Mumford. Oh, okay. yeah. And uh, he's out there. Edward Sharp is uh, he's a he's kind of a weird dude. He looks like he would lead a cult. So <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna skip that show.
2: Uh, Aaron Lewis with special guest Blackbird Smoke. I'm assuming this is country. Uh, yeah, I
1: guess. I, I don't know what he does, to be he, honest, but it, I think
0: that's... Yeah. Kind of, I'm not into it, but... Aaron Lewis. Stained, what about, huh? what
1: about this one? Z92 rocks the Cove with Brett
0: Michaels. Oh. That would be a good show, because isn't he, is not he with Dokken? Is it Brett Michaels, Dokken, and... Uh,
2: uh, yes, and
0: Firehouse. And Firehouse. Oh, love... <laughs> dude, love of a lifetime. My <laughs> jam. Junior high jam. Junior high slow dance. Pff, that was it.
2: Acid wash jeans there. Yeah. Mom yeah. jeans. A lot of bedazzled butts.
0: <laughs> I think uh, probably uh, probably some, some guys we know from a certain message board will probably be out there as well, I'm thinking. so. Uh,
2: Lee Bryce, I have no idea. Never I'm heard like of him. Country. Yep. Yep. Tears for Fears, I'm mad that I'm going to be out of the
0: country. A couple songs I heard of, right? What's Everybody the, Wants to Rule the World. Right. Yeah.
2: Shout. Yeah. Wow. Walk head Over Heels.
0: Okay. Yeah, they're awesome. All
2: right. Well, I don't know if they're awesome live, like twenty years
0: later. Or yeah, 25 the, years later, yeah, or thirty or forty. It yeah. it's probably thirty. Well, I'm I'm I was born in '78, and I'm pushing forty years old. Okay, so. these guys
2: were like huge, like '86. Yeah,
0: right? so it's like thirty-five years ago, right? Jeez, oh, they thirty years ago. Thirty years ago.
2: Don't make me any older than I. Man, than crazy. I really Chris Stapleton.
0: That will be the biggest show of the summer in the entire area.
2: That's gonna sell out within like oh, yeah. two minutes. Oh yeah, they haven't
0: even released anything for it, right? They haven't even said. Right. You can
2: such, The tickets go on sale pretty soon, but. Yeah. It's such a small venue. I think it only holds maybe three thousand. We tried to look it up the other day. You're gonna have to go through StubHub or something yeah. to get tickets to that, and, and two hundred bucks. Be jacked, jacked yep.
0: It'd be jacked worth it though.
2: Cutie. I'm interested in that one.
0: What do they see? I hear I hear them all the time, and I I feel like they're a local band, but I know they're not. <laughs> they're from Seattle. Okay. <laughs> they're from Seattle. Ben Gibbard. A lot of people around here like them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, I've never seen them live, but Hunter Hayes, another country. Justin he's that Mar- little kid, isn't Hunter yeah. Hayes
0: that little kid? He,
2: he just wants to slap him. Yeah, in the I, I don't understand why he's so. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. yeah
0: totally. Why is he? Why is he anything? Um, he's a kid, man. Uh, ah, yeah. kid. I
2: feel like he's the Justin Bieber. Yeah, he's
0: country's Justin.
2: That's that's a good good way but to. But I shape. don't think he breaks any rules or anything like that. Like he's
0: he should start doing drugs or something. No deportation.
2: Yeah. Threat.
0: yeah, we should do something. <laughs>
2: uh, foreigner.
0: That might be <laughs> a decent show. That, yeah. yeah, I'd look into that.
2: You should think long and hard.
0: It's yeah, are you good. are you going to it? No. Okay. Cage the elephant. That'd be a decent show. I wish they were playing with somebody else though, uh, or are they? Cage uh, they only. They well they've
2: been here recently they, were
0: they opened at, for somebody They
2: were in Council Bluffs last summer at, like a huge show at uh, West Fair yeah. okay so. like wasn't it a river, like was it a river thing uh it was yeah it was, and like it was the, the uh, No Coast Music yeah, Festival yeah That's they
0: they the opened stuff. for the Black Keys here a couple of years ago too
2: really yeah. So they were the headliners at this uh, West Fair thing, and it was a ten dollars admission, and there was like ten bands. So I don't know now how you can justify paying like fifty to see them. Yeah, that's true. Stir yeah. The
1: next right. Uh, Hank Williams Jr. I'll go to that with my dad probably. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: um, <laughs> do you think that'll get protested?
1: Nah, maybe not here. I don't. I, yeah. Who knows? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know.
0: He's didn't he compare? He compared Obama to Hitler. Wasn't yeah. that what he got in trouble for? I don't remember. I thought I that's care. what he lost Monday night football for. Yeah. Uh, I, was it that? Was that the reason? I thought that was it. I thought he was. He it was something around. He compared somebody to Hitler, and I thought it was Obama. Oh yeah. So yeah, I could see that getting protested.
1: Probably. Whatever. I'll be there. All
0: right.
2: Right. You know. There you go. Uh, the next one here is the only one that I actually have tickets to. Uh, Brian Wilson presents Pet Sound. It's the 50th anniversary
0: of... That will sell. That should sell out if it's not sold out already. If it's not sold out, actually. Really? That's crazy. That is weird.
2: Goo Goo Dolls with Collective Soul. Not
0: ashamed to say my wife and I already procured our tickets to that, and your wife said she wants to go, so you'll probably be going with me.
2: I am to- I'm, I lived in the 90s. I'm totally down with the whole
0: thing. Yeah, don't you ever say an unkind word about the soul. <laughs> it's, it's my jam. Weezer and Panic at the
2: Disco. I'd like to
0: go to it, but I can't. I believe. What day is it? It's the 23rd? I could go, but that'd be back to back concerts because we're going to Collective Soul the night before.
2: By the way, it's sold out. Yeah, it's been sold, it's a sold out a while. It's sold out. And uh, last time Ooh. I worked on SeatGeek, 163 bucks for a ticket. Jeez. But uh, I plan on going to it even though I don't have tickets. I'm betting SeatGeek will have them for like 50 day of show. Weezer's amazing. Yeah. Too.
0: Their oh. new album is actually really good too. Yeah.
2: It's the first thing that sounds like them since like. 2000. Probably. I heard a
1: new song on the ra- on uh, uh, serious and it sounded just like the old stuff. Yep, it was probably
2: King of the World. Yep, that yep. song's That's awesome. It. Uh, slightly Stupid, and then the last
1: one.
0: Never is heard of Slightly Stupid. You have it? No, what is, it is Slightly?
1: It's eight? it's like a Sublime E type kind of and pot type thing.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: they used to do Crazy at the Ranch Bowl. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay a little, I mean
0: You know Yeah I, Probably not my I thing never, I've never seen them <laughs> But I just
1: know Some stoners And they, they love it So are they
0: regional Are they like a regional band Really? they're or? national They're really? pretty big
1: man
2: Huh
0: Yeah I don't I, I know guess
2: that so. they even do Regional stuff at The concert Well though. I mean like you, you
0: said they played The Ranch Bowl a lot that, But, you know, but, that but they were a a national Yeah back, okay they were
1: national then I mean they're They've played some big events
0: Okay and the last one though?
2: The last one that deserves any mention anyway. Is Boys to Men and En That'll be a show. Yeah.
0: I may end up sneaking into that thing. Sneaking. I'll be Well, I mean, just, you know, a last minute go and okay. you know.
2: Is it sold out or tickets probably aren't even on sale?
0: Uh, yeah, they probably won't be on sale yet, but uh I'll go there and get a little slow dance in and oh when when, when the gals come out, when En oh, comes yeah. out, yeah, I, I might mosh. I might mosh just some free your mind. You know. <laughs>
2: I want to go back to the first show, Yacht Rock Review. So you guys don't know what Yacht Rock is? Never heard of it. Okay. So this is music that you would have heard on a yacht in the early 80s. So it's a whole genre now, and it's all just cover bands. So this band is obviously called Yacht Rock Review.
0: Like the Miami Vice theme song Uh, or something?
2: The kind of stuff you would hear is the hits of Colin Oates, Ah. Steely Dan, Michael McDonald. Oh, I love Michael McDonald. So <laughs> get, on
1: your, <laughs>
2: get on your best pair of Sperry's and head on down to Stir.
0: I've got May some top <laughs> I might I might have to throw some on. Little, some white, some white khakis. Nice. Well, that's, uh so that's just Stir. Any anyone big coming to uh coming to the other ones you were talking about? Pinewood Bowl. Actually, yes,
2: Pinewood Bowl has an amazing slate this summer. Paul Simon, May 19th. Okay. I know that guy. <laughs> Bob Dylan, which is one of the most disappointing concerts I've ever been
1: to. Really? Really? Yeah. Okay. I go to all <laughs> those concerts with my dad and they, I can see why it's disappointing because he never ever plays the songs like they are on the CD, mm-hmm. ever. But, you know, and I know he's old, but he's, he's got a real rough voice. But, you know, I still like it for some reason. I just, I enjoy it. The mm-hmm.
2: thing I, that rubbed me wrong about it was he didn't say a word the entire concert. Uh, yeah. He did not say a word <laughs> until the, yeah. he came back for the encore and was introducing the band. He said their names, and that was all that he said the entire show. Also, he only played two of his hits, and the rest was from like the three most recent albums. Really? Okay. Uh, and like "Blowing in the Wind" was like unrecognizable.
1: Yeah. But uh, and, and he doesn't he doesn't play them like he, you know yeah. they are on the record half the time. I've seen him like three or four times, and it's been a while actually. So I saw him Lincoln at Pershing last. And that was when I was like, I don't know if I want to go to any more of these because I was starting to right. feel the same way as you, yeah. you do, but uh, you're probably right. You're, you're, you're <laughs> right. I'm, I'm open to a wide variety of things, but I, I res-
0: ours, Elvis yeah.
2: Costello opened Acoustic, and he was amazing. Yeah. Right.
0: I, I respect what Dylan has done as a songwriter and all the stuff that other people have ripped off of him. But I just don't know if I pay money to go see him. Yeah. Other than just to say I saw him before he's dead, you know. I, I don't know. I can't. I think he's overrated. I, sh- I probably get shot for saying that, but I think he is. I think he, he falls into that category of, like, the Doors for me. Like, yeah, okay, fine. But over, overrated musician. Actually,
2: I do feel that way about the Doors, but not Bob Dylan.
0: Yeah. In the slightest. Okay.
2: I can't stand either of you guys.
0: Man.
1: <laughs> uh, Ringo Starr and his all-star band. Oh, give me a break. Yeah. Awful. You ever seen that family guy where they he writes a song and he brings it into the room and the rest of the Beatles are like Oh, hey you know, that's great Ringo. This one's going right on the refrigerator, you know drawings that's, that is that's awesome. That's, awesome. <laughs> that's good um, 21 to look for Pilots that. and Mute Math. Do you know these bands? Yeah, I would go see 21. I'd, I'd go see that the Mute Math is a uh, I mean, last time I heard an album, it was kind of math rock type stuff, but uh, which is, you know, goofy time signatures and all that stuff. But so it's uh, not okay. just a clever band name. No, no. It's, and then uh, 21 Pilots has that new – I know you guys have heard the song. I can't – it's – I can't, I can't remember, remember what the song is. No, yeah, I've seen it. It's hugely popular. Yeah, I remember
0: right seeing it on the radio. Uh, you guys talk about something else, I'm going to Google it. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about the
1: show after that on August 4th, Alabama. I'm gonna go with that to that with my dad. Hopefully, it doesn't get protested. Like I <laughs> would go to that with, <laughs>
2: with my dad if he liked Alabama. Yeah, I'm assuming he doesn't. I've um, seen Alabama twice, so. uh, but would I go? Yes, I'm guilty. Of loving the first
0: degree. Blurry face. Twenty-one. Blurry Twenty-one Pilots sings blurry face. My, my name is Blurry Face. There's it's called stressed out stressed, stressed out. stressed Out. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what it's oh, called. That's the one? Yeah, it's the same, same song. It's called Stressed Out. Yeah. On the radio. Right yeah, now? yeah, it's on. Yeah, you, you hear it like three times a day.
2: Yeah. I bet you have heard it, but I just don't know. Yeah. Uh, an Evening with Chicago.
0: They play here like every year, don't they? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Is that a your dad band? No, that's not a my dad band. Okay. My dad. Maybe when Peter Cetera was still with them. Maybe. <laughs> Weird Al Yankovic. I went to the, the Stir Concert Cove one last summer.
0: In I West. bet he puts on a good <laughs> show. I bet it's entertaining. It's, it's awesome. Yeah.
2: It's fun. Uh, Beach Boys and the Temptations.
0: Your brother won't be there, will he? No,
2: because there's
0: no Brian Wilson. Oh, it's voice. Brian Wilson yeah. without the Beach Boys. Bonnie mm. Raitt, and then the last one. Bonnie Raitt would be a good show.
2: Really good is Steve Martin with Martin Short.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a big Martin Short fan. Me neither. I'm I agree. am a Steve Martin guy, but not a Martin. Martin Short annoys the shit out of me. Well, there's going to be music there. Nah, even worse. <laughs> what it, what do they
1: about? have to do with music?
0: That's. What it seems like he just rides... Martin's Coattails. Uh,
2: Jiminy Glick? is Martin Short responsible for that? I character? think so. Yeah. Yeah. He sucks. Ed yeah. Grimly, I kind of like though. He's the worst. I do worst. like Ed Grimley. but yeah, Steve Martin's <clears throat> the reason to go to that.
0: Well, right, so, that so talking about upcoming shows, uh, Arson City's got a big gig going on. Mark, uh, tell us what uh, what you got going on this weekend.
1: Uh, we got a couple of them. Uh, actually, af- one after that too. It's even bigger. Uh, locally Omaha we have it's called hail to the citizens it's kind of a fan appreciation show um, we recorded a doors cover that you hate <laughs> great <laughs> uh, people are strange and uh, we're giving it away uh, 500 of them to the first 500 people through the door and uh, it's doing pretty well on ticket sales already I think there's like a 100 tickets left or something like that so we're, we're stoked about that one um, and then the next week on the thirtieth, we don't do Battle of the Bands, but uh, this one was a, a kind of a bigger thing that, and we knew it was legit. It wasn't some fan base thing. It was up at the Hard Rock at Sioux City. It's called the Road to Vegas, right? And they took twenty-four bands, regional bands. I think most of them were actually from Sioux City, and uh, we ended up uh, going through that in the, and made it to the finals. And uh, that one, if you win, it's like five thousand bucks and oh, a headlining man. gig at the Hard Rock in Vegas. Which is like crazy Legit you know? And yeah. they just give away tickets out there To random people So there'll be people there But we're We don't know who we're up against yet But uh, it's looking good Because uh, got a lot of people coming up Is it a vote based thing? no? Nope, it's legit judges it's Really? It's a radio DJ um, The lead singer from this band called Soil uh, He used to be in Drowning Pool So he sang <laughs> the body song And uh <laughs> And then uh, I don't another guy named Brad who was uh, he runs Awesome Biker Nights if you guys have ever heard of that. I, I have not it's I'm a not, big biker yeah. rally up okay. in Sioux City so it's a big biker. Dane, Dane's a big biker yeah. You yeah. just look at him. You guys look like bikers yeah
0: we're just
2: we <laughs> you, couldn't you guys be watch more. Sons right? By <laughs> <laughs> yes
0: we, we couldn't be more white mid-30s dad if we tried me anyway. Dane's <laughs> late. not a dad well you look like just one. white and mid-30s yes okay so so that's Those are your gigs coming up. Tell us, uh, give us a little quick history of Arson City. Who are you guys? Where are you from? How did you come to be?
1: Well, we're all from Omaha, the Omaha area. Uh, Basically, I was in a band called The Wreckage, and our singer was in a band called Emphatic.
0: I know Emphatic.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, the rest of our band was actually in The Wreckage as well. So basically what we did was we switched singers. And we decided to uh just the, the next band we wanted to do we kind of made it a little special and had it uh it's hard to explain kind of something sub- oh yes, yes dane's being like dane's beer. distracting us by <laughs> drink, so asking know, if we I want I know, more drinks
0: like, we we are we do the show on? at a bar so we're, and again we are at the interlude lounge uh just got to plug down a little bit here uh yeah dane i'll have another drink so while, I, while mark you. talks
1: uh <laughs> so yeah we kind of wanted to do it's not that we were bored of just making music. We kind of wanted to do something else, and our old guitarist actually came with, up with the name Arson City, and we kind of decided to make it like almost uh, like a like a storyline behind the whole deal. Uh-huh. You know, and it, it, we all have like portrayed characters.
0: Uh-huh. Like I'm the
1: doctor, and like it's it's you could easily make a comic book out of our whole setup, okay, or a movie, or a video game, or anything, and you know. And every song that we write, uh, we all live fairly decent lives now. Like we don't really have that tri- those trials and tribulations like we did when we were younger and thought right. everything was terrible. So we just kind of base it off stories that we make up in this fictional city. So that's kind of how the whole thing's based. That's
0: up. interesting. I, li- I like the concept. I mean, it's if nothing else, it's original and. Uh what would you what would you classify, like, what genre, if you had to put yourself in something, what are you guys?
1: It's just hard rock, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's radio-friendly enough, like, there's not a lot of screaming or anything. We get, cons- you know, compared to metal bands, but we're not a metal band, you know. Yeah. Metal bands don't like us to be compared to metal bands because we're right. not metal. So it's just hard rock, you know.
0: Okay. Does it get much harder than Frankenstein, which was the song we led off the, the show with? Not I mean, really. You know, no, that's like, about as hard uh, as it gets.
1: It, it, it stays pretty, pretty catchy, with kind of heavier riffs, I guess. Okay. But nothing too crazy. Yeah, ever. we're
0: gonna play another song of yours after the show. Uh, if you're listening on radiomaha.com, you'll you'll hear it. You won't hear it on the podcast. But uh, uh, pause real quick, just to mention again, we are raising the bar. You can hear us on radiomaha.com. You can download the Radio Omaha app from the Google Play Store or the App Store for Apple, and uh, you can follow Radio Omaha on Twitter at, at Radio Omaha one the number one. So, uh, so you said you guys are all from Omaha, and you're a metal band, and you're, you're no, you're a rock band. You're a hard, <laughs> Sorry, rock, you're band. A hard rock band. Okay.
2: Totally said not metal. Yeah. Thank you, sir.
0: Thank you. Our drinks are being delivered. So, um, so what's the biggest? What would you say is the biggest show you've played? Biggest audience?
1: As of right now, um, it would have. It has to be Rockfest last year. Uh-huh. Um, Sophia John graciously gave us the opportunity to play that show, and I mean, there was like uh, when we played, I I don't know, I mean, eight thousand people there or something, hmm. which was incredible. Yeah. Um, and it was right. It was definitely the biggest show that we've played as a band okay. for sure.
0: What's the most famous act you played with?
1: Um, Stone Sour, probably. Yeah, we, we played Stone with those Sour. guys last year. It was actually our uh, new guitarist' first show ever, and he screwed up the single that we had on on the river. So okay. that was great. You know, he did a good job. You suck, Matt. But uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, that would probably be the, the coolest the coolest act we played with because the band was actually very the the members of the band were really cool like Corey Taylor like came up to us and was talking to us oh, fun. and it, they were they actually watched us and things like that where most bands just kind of sit in their trailer and they just don't right they don't care you know it's right. just another show to them
0: huh um, um, so you mentioned you covered the Doors and you're giving away 500 copies of just so just a single yeah or? it's
1: just a we pressed 500 copies of that single and we okay. kind of individually marked them all one through 500. So it's kind of a souvenir Yeah just, just to show the appreciation Of Omaha And how they've supported us So so far So
0: is it Are you also going to Maybe include that On a future album Or are you um, working On an album right now I think Wh- we're what's just going to
1: Give it away At okay. this point We don't it, it costs a little bit more money To put it on an album And things like that right. like it be in a cover Especially from somebody Like The Doors Right um, Yeah
0: How many, how many albums do You guys put out so far
1: We've done Two EPs And one full length and, and we haven't we haven't decided if it's an EP or a full length in the, in the works okay uh, we're thinking if it's an EP do out in october if it's a full length next spring probably
0: sounds good and you can get all this all your stuff's on iTunes people yep, can go all, out and all find it iTunes are at arson Homer's. city you're the only arson city out there uh, yeah. correct
1: well there was one like a, i guess they were really young kids uh, but we just kind of
0: yeah you know, i i ran into that problem yeah well <laughs> My show is called "Raising the Bar," and I'm like, ah, yeah, cool, good name, whatever. Then I forget that there was a, a TV show a couple of years ago called "Raising the Bar" with Zach from Saved by the Bell as a lawyer. Oh man! Yeah, and I forgot then about that. yeah, so I'm like, wait, what the hell? And I'm like looking for the show, and then somebody else has a podcast. So yeah, just making sure Arson City's not running that problem. I'm
2: so. the choir, man. I was in a band called Kill Bosby, and now there's another band called Kill Bosby on iTunes.
0: And did Bill Cosby come after him yet? That? Well, he's uh, no, probably he only got. Came after us he's got other now things he's going had on. To drop that yeah.
1: By the way, that is an incredible name. Ever since then, I've loved that name. I, I <laughs> thought that was the greatest band name ever back then.
0: And and for those listening, who have no idea what we're talking about. We're talking about <laughs> uh, a former band that Dane and his brother were in called Kill Bosby. And yes, Bill Cosby hit you with a was it a cease and desist or just change your name now? Uh, he did. He never actually. Or feel the wrath of the Jello actually, Pudding. Like, did anything.
2: Yeah. They just said don't use like the the cartoon of Bill Cosby with his <laughs> eyes text out, and so we like dropped the whole. Okay, we don't want to kill Bill Cosby, but now people would actually like yeah. warm to, to that. Well yeah. Oh man, you
0: guys come back, come back to her. Go. Yeah. go like go metal, go on tour with these guys. Go, be harder, it's be cool. harder than Arson City, and come out <laughs> well, metal. It does
2: kind of sound like a hard rock? Yeah,
0: band yeah, uh, yeah that we. Be cool, you know what we do have a little bit of time left over uh we were going to talk as we always do you're you're big into t v and movies and you always got me watching trailers. Hey, watch this this looks awesome um, everybody has seen Rogue one let's talk about rogue one
2: everybody's seen the full cut or the, no the, trailer? the the trailer <laughs> the this, this the
0: okay. it's not even the trailer it's the uh, the teaser it's a teaser yeah', yeah It's
2: like two minutes um, what do you think I thought it looked amazing, like the first thought that I had was. Yes. Mm-hmm. More Star Wars. Like it's not part of the main narrative but it's it puts it ties a the couple time stories. Frame, it's yeah. It's like closer to what you care about than the prequels war. Big time. Like time time frame wise. There's characters you recognize like they showed Mon Mothma, the lady with the weird robes. It's in Return of the Jedi. Uh oh, she that's was there. it's um, got Felicity Jones as another female protagonist. Yep. Yeah. Um, she was in uh, Theory of Everything, playing Stephen Hawking's first wife. Yep. And Forrest Whitaker looked pretty cool. Forrest Whitaker looks cool in anything. He does. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Is it that, that eye, um, man. <laughs> they
2: showed a younger Grand Moff Tarkin, who's like one of the generals on the Death Star in the first Star Wars. Okay. And... He's not in the teaser but I heard he's going to be the main villain Darth Vader.
0: Yeah, maybe. the rumors are he's going to be slicing people up. So Who's
2: not up Who is not up for more Darth Vader from that era? Come
0: yeah. on. Well, they've already Yeah, they they've cast the guy. It's a it's a British guy, of course. And then I've heard that James Earl Jones is not yet on board, which is weird. I, I'm sure they'll get him. And even if they don't, I I think they've got enough of his voice on file where they could regenerate it.
2: I think as long as all of the Lines of dialogue for him are: We have the meats. They'll probably be.
1: A we have the meats. <laughs> I love those commercials. He's doing games. the Arby's. <laughs> I was thinking that today <laughs> when I watched it. The- Why <laughs> is Darth
0: Vader trying to sell me Arby's? Yep. No. Uh. No. I've heard rumors that the kid that they did get to play him though has been seen like actually doing the voices for his lines, which is not too crazy because the original guy that played Vader back in the day under the mask, he did the same thing, and they they had James Earl Jones' voice go over top of that. So.
2: Yeah, there was actually like three people that wound up playing him because one was the unmasked guy, and it was neither James Earl Jones nor the, the big British you know, the guy that was played in the him. Costume yeah. him so.
0: Huh. Yeah, I thought it looked good. I, I like the idea that, um, you know, you get to see how they got the plans and everything, you know, because it, it was just kind of one of those weird things in old movies that you never think about. Oh, oh, they've got plans on how to blow this thing up. Well, how did that happen? And somebody decided to make a great movie. Um, another smart thing about it is. You know now you've got the the last you know seven eight nine coming out. Well, there's a year between them. Well, this fills that slot now. Now it's every single year you've got a Star Wars movie. We're gonna get just...
2: so much Star Wars. Yeah. The, uh, the next one, Star Wars story, is what they subtitled this. Uh-huh. I think the next Star Wars story that's already been greenlit is a Han Solo movie.
0: About like a young Han Solo. Yeah. Ooh, that might. I
2: don't. Be... It's gonna be the toughest role to ever cast. Yeah.
0: Who would you cast for that?
2: Who would I cast? who's know, the closest thing right now ford to a young
0: business. harrison ford do you think yeah it would, uh, it would almost have to be an unknown yeah that's
2: the only way that's it, what they've been doing anyway. that's the only way it'll be acceptable because you want to be able to see him as nobody else but right
0: you can't like throw you know seth rogan in there or something, <laughs> which would be amazing but you know or even james franco you can't even yeah i was gonna say like franco a reasonable pull it guy, you
2: can't even throw in there like right. a, Ryan Gosling or something would never, would never work. I
0: would not watch it. So that would be. A bo- yeah, I would watch it if it. it was Seth Rogen though, and so would you. We would all go. I'd to watch
2: it. it if it was Jonah Hill.
0: That'd be a. That, <laughs> can you imagine? Just it would just have to be. Out of that little uniform. Jesus, hot. <laughs> well, cool. And uh, what? Uh, you, there was something else you told me I was supposed to watch, and you never sent me the link.
2: Uh, Oh, well, you said you'd already seen it. There's a movie called Everybody Wants Some. That's oh, yeah,
0: yeah, the trailer for Everybody Wants Some.
2: It's a Richard Linklater movie. He did uh, yep. Boyhood, but he's mostly known for Days and Confused. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the trailer for this? Like
0: it's an 80s version of Days and Confused, basically. Oh, really? But it's not even, I don't think it's so much 80s. It's like super early 80s. It's like, like 1980. Yeah, like 1980 yeah, I, frat dudes. Yeah, am and Confused yeah. fan. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's basically this guy going off to college and going, it looks like going to his first frat. And they He's have a, a house. College
2: baseball player, and all these dudes are college baseball players. Yeah,
0: all the haircuts—they're all on point. The short shorts, the socks, <laughs> the music. I told my wife, um, he, her, her dad has all these legendary stories about they ha- a house they rented down by Creighton when he was in grad school, and it's like, dude, it's like those stories coming to life when I watch this trailer. So. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's going to be a very good movie. I think it'll be entertaining. I don't know if it'll be the cult classic that uh, Days and Confused was, but it's it's going to be an entertaining two hours for sure. It
2: certainly has good reviews. Does it? Okay. um, The other thing that I was going to bring up was how much time do we have? First of all,
0: uh, we got. uh, eh, Go ahead. We got. Okay. We got a share song playing in the background. (laughs) We got that going on.
2: But uh, what I wanted to talk about was the ranch. An original Netflix series. Uh, It's terrible. Yeah. Like don't like (laughs) watch one episode and then (laughs) and then you'll want to cease watching further episodes. What's What's that one about? Well, this is like about a a football player who never made it, a quarterback who never made it. Uh He's coming back home to Colorado to live on his dad's ranch because he's broke, and he's supposedly trying out for this semi-pro team in Denver. But uh, the quarterback is Ashton Kutcher. Jesus. His son. brother is hide <laughs> oh, from
1: that, that 70s show. Like, yeah, it looks like the, it looked like a sitcom to me. Yeah. Almost.
0: Is yeah. it supposed to be a serious show?
2: No, it's a sitcom. Okay. And it, it's another Netflix show that has a laugh track. Yeah, and it's a Yeah, and it's the first like laugh track sitcom <laughs> to have like F bombs being dropped. Yeah. It's God. so weird. But Sam Elliott is the dad and <sighs> Poor he's Sam. always been the coolest man to ever arrive on screen. Yeah. He, like, anything he's ever done like big Lebowski, tombstone
0: roadhouse a, roadhouse that's it takes real. him like
2: <laughs> it takes him like 5 minutes to undo his entire career of being a badass oh, oh, that man. sucks yeah, that show. That i don't want to watch it now i don't so it,
0: bad. it'll be like it'll be like finding out santa's not real i, I can't watch it um, there was
2: a patriots joke within the first 5 minutes so get to that and then shut it off cuz yeah. that's going to be the highlight for you
0: Okay, I'll uh, I'll look into that. Is Goucher an Iowa fan? Is he a
2: big Iowa fan? Yeah, actually, uh, he actually <laughs> literally bumped into me in a bar in Iowa City once.
0: You know what? Uh, we got a we got a quick couple of minutes here. I'm gonna bring in a fourth guest. We have a quasi celebrity in the house. Hey, Brandon. We have in the bar with us uh, the hardest working Nebraska blogger. On the planet, Mr. Brandon Cavanaugh has just walked in, and uh, the Nebraska spring game happened uh, this past weekend. Brandon, I want you to give me, like, in one paragraph, your thoughts on the Nebraska spring game. Um, this is Brandon Cavanaugh, everybody, at 8Laces on Twitter.
2: I would say, in a paragraph, um, Tommy Armstrong is getting better with his Short to intermediate passes, still looks iffy on this, iffy on the long ball. Um, Devin starter at this point in time. Um, Riker 5 still horribly inconsistent. A.J. Bush is keeping the ball two yards away from his body at uh, all times. <laughs> Patrick O'Brien looks like a freshman, but has uh, definitely a lot of potential. High ceiling, um, great running backs. Offensive line looks really good, especially with Michael Decker in there. Prefer him over De- uh, Dylan Otter.
0: Um, Omaha D- North, Michael Decker. Yes, indeed. Yes. Uh,
2: defense still has some question marks, especially after uh, McMullen and Williams now stepping away. Um, secondary was okay overall. Sam Foltz, Sam Foltz. Um, so it was a good, uh, good spring, good scrimmage, but uh, nothing too spectacular.
0: Okay, and that's and that's the word. Whatever comes out of this man's mouth about the Huskers, that is that is the law. It's something. I'm telling you, this is At Eight Laces. Thanks for joining us, man. Thank you. I appreciate and, it. Yeah. Fancy seeing you here. How'd that happen, yeah, huh? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, All right. Cool. All right, guys. Well, uh, Dane, Mark, thanks for joining me. Um, another you're welcome yeah another <laughs> qu- yeah <laughs> now we, we have one mic for what has become three guests yeah. so they're all like yelling into it Brandon Brandon's a big guy I'm a big guy too so uh, yeah thanks for thanks for joining us again go out find arson city on iTunes where else can we find you mark uh, you- much any. YouTube all yeah, of them all,
1: any, <laughs> anything that you can buy stuff on the internet like Music on
0: the internet. Arson City. If you like the rock and roll. (laughs) Not the metal. Not the metal. (laughs) Go find Arson City. Uh, Make your way up to to Hard Rock this weekend up in. Or next weekend. Waiting
1: room this weekend on the 23rd. Waiting room on the 23rd. Hard Rock in Sioux City on the 30th. Awesome.
0: Get out there and see them. Dane, thanks for joining us. Uh, Let's tune in again next week, guys. We're going to try to keep this show going. Peace.